I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who warns us about the latest scams so that we won't fall for them. How you doing, Vicki? Doing well, Patty. So Americans are known for their generosity, and especially this time of year. I was reminded of this in a phone call that I received from a woman who I have talked to in the past, and she has very little money, but she wanted to donate to a charity. She felt strongly that this was her duty to do this. She wanted to make sure that she was giving money to a worthy organization. She knew the pitfalls. You know, some people are so generous and sometimes it's not the people that have the most. It's the people who have the least who just really understand how important it is to give. So what did you tell this woman? Well, it's not really my business to tell people what charity to support, but I did want to protect her from giving to the wrong people. So I asked her what kind of cause she wanted to support, and she was very specific in what she wanted to do. So I pointed her to some legitimate, well-known organizations in that area, and I suggested that she do some research, that she look up these organizations online and find their rating, and then make a decision about which one she wanted to give money to. And generosity like hers, Patty, supports all kinds of organizations, putting those dollars at work for healthcare, education, victims of disaster, and many other causes. But wanting to give money to a charity can also put you at risk for giving money to crooks instead. And I know how important it is to be careful when you decide to give money to a charity. But how do fake charities work? It usually happens when you get a phone call or an email or a letter or even a door-to-door solicitation from people claiming to collect money for worthy causes, veterans, animals, children in need, victims of natural disaster, and things like this. And of course, these things do pull at our heartstrings and create pressure to donate on the spot. That's right. And one ploy that scammers use to get you to donate is to send you a thank you email or a letter or a phone call, which makes you think that you contributed to this cause in the past. So it's probably safe to do it again. I know that I've gotten those messages from different organizations thanking me for my contribution. And I'm always puzzled because I don't remember giving to that organization. And of course, that adds to the pressure. Oh, I should give again. I've given to them before. They're expecting it. Is there anything that can make it easier to spot these shams? Well, sham charities proliferate when big crises appear in the news, whether it's war, famine, climate disaster, or other tragedies. And of course, that happens to be the state of the world right now. And fake charities will often have legitimate looking names and websites, which makes it harder to recognize them as being fake. So the best thing that you can do before giving to a charity is to do your research. Go to the Better Business Bureau's give.org or charity navigator.org or charitywatch.org. All of those are legitimate sites to see if the charity is legitimate. And Vicki, it's really important, isn't it, to be careful because it could be a real nonprofit, but they really don't give much to the charity that they're claiming to give money to. That's right. And you do have to be careful of that. And that's another thing that you can learn from these sites that I just named. And I'll say them again. 
give.org, charitynavigator.org, or charitywatch.org. And these sites will actually tell you, Patty, how much money goes to the folks that the charity says it's trying to help versus how much goes to their operating costs. And Vicki, are there any red flags that we should know about when deciding whether or not to give to a particular charity? Absolutely. And here are a few of them. A legitimate charity will not ask you to pay by gift card, wire transfer, or cryptocurrency. So those are huge red flags. A legitimate charity is not going to ask you for your personal or financial information, things like your social security number, your date of birth, your bank account number. Also, you need to be aware of links in unsolicited emails, texts, or social media fundraising messages because they can unleash malware on your device. And finally, beware if you feel pressure to donate immediately. A legitimate charity will give you time to think about your contribution rather than pressuring to give right now. Wow, those are great tips for avoiding giving to the wrong charity. Any other tips? You need to pay attention to the charity's name and web address. Criminals will often mimic the names of familiar and trusted organizations. So check the email address. Hover your mouse over that link and see what comes up. And also, and we've talked about this before, use your credit card when making a contribution because it's easier to keep track of your donation. And if your card is misused, you have some protection against loss. Good advice, Vicki. Thank you so much for that. Patty, I just wanted to address another topic because I've received a lot of messages about this one. And this is a warning about another package delivery scam. And again, this is very timely because we're always getting packages delivered to us this time of year. So you might get a text message from what looks like a delivery driver saying that he can't find your home. And it will say something like, hi, my name is John. I work for UPS. I'm trying to find your house. Please call me. And if you call, a scammer will ask you to confirm your personal details, your name, your address, your credit card information. And they always have an answer, as you know. So if you say, well, I wasn't expecting a package, the fake driver is going to tell you that the package is probably a gift from a friend. Boy, that makes sense this time of year. So it sounds like it's important to keep track of what we order so that we know when something arrives, if it is something that we might have forgotten about or if it's legitimate. Absolutely. And if somebody asks for personal information, hang up. We want our listeners to give to charities, not criminals. Oh, Vicki, this is really great advice. Thank you so much. Do we have good news today, Vicki? Well, we do have good news. Now, this is very interesting. And the title here on this article that I just pulled up is, Can You Get Your Money Back From a Gift Card Scam? And... First of all, we know that gift card fraudsters have stolen billions of dollars from American consumers because we know a sure sign of a scam is when somebody asks you to pay with a gift card. Card issues and consumer organizations are actually fighting back and they may even be prepared to refund losses to victims. Some are now considering refunding money to victims. And apparently, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, says that you should always contact the relevant credit card company and ask for your money back. 
because here's the quote, some gift card companies are flagging fraudulent transactions and freezing stolen gift card money so that the scammers can't get it. And those gift card companies want to give the money back. So this is really pretty good news. And apparently the FTC has now published a list of contact details, including phone numbers of some of the big gift card companies, along with guidance about how to launch a claim. And so at the very least, it's worth asking. And the quicker you do it, the better your chances are. You can find the list at Avoiding and Reporting Gift Card Scams. I'll say that again, Avoiding and Reporting Gift Card Scams. And of course, the bottom line, they say, is that anybody asking for a payment using gift cards is a scammer. So don't give up. Even if you've been scammed, give it a try. They're trying to do the right thing and get people their money back and stop those scammers. My gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just want to remind people that they can call you at any time to just talk over a scam, to report a scam to you. And we always love to have people on our show, whether you've been scammed or nearly scammed so that you can warn others. How would they do that, Vicki? You can call my direct line 805-568-2442. And I'll repeat 805-568-2442. And I do welcome your calls. Thank you so much, Vicki. You take care. Bye. Bye.